In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents... I really want to lose three pounds. Yeah, no, don't put me down for cardio. Diet starts tomorrow. Exercise gives you endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. I want to quit the gym. gym. Happy people just don't shoot their husbands. With hosts Aileen Cooperman... Joey does a shampoo! ...and Sammy Fishbein. Whatever, I'm getting cheese fries. Hello and welcome back to Diet Starts Tomorrow, Dear DST Edition. I'm Aileen... I'm Sammy. Um, I feel like I'm doing like a news reporter voice like and we're back with um, the news with the news, except we don't have news. We have non-scale wins and we have a dear DST, an advice seeker seeking advice from none other than us. Yes. So <laughs> let's do let's do some non-scale wins because we didn't get to in our last episode as usual because our guests are amazing and you know, who needs to hear from us? It just works. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, we got people coming back to the, to the non-scale win episode. So seriously, dear DST, non-scale so, wins. So, 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 all right. You want me to read our listener non-scale wins and then we can go into ours? Yes. Yes. Okay. Dear Sammy and Aileen, first of all, I'm a huge fan of the show and you guys are a main part of why my relationship with food is now ellipses. Good ellipses. Is that an ellipses? That's a squiggle. What's that's an ellipses? Not, that's dot dot dot. You're right. No, what's what's the, the what's the I don't know what this squiggle is it's, called. Hold on, squiggle. Oh, it's a till. It's a till day. Oh, oh, right. It is a till day. Dare I? Okay, so my relationship with food is now till day good till day. Dare <laughs> I say great? I've always had pretty similar eating thoughts to the ones you guys talk about, and it wasn't until March when I discovered a bunch of intuitive eating podcasts like this one that I realized I didn't always have to be controlled by food. Long story short, I never wanted to have quote unquote good food in the house, like junk food and desserts for obvious reasons. Whenever it would, whenever I would get takeout Chipotle, for example, I'd feel like I needed to eat it all because I'd never have that chance again. The other night I got a burrito, not a bowl or a salad from Chipotle along with chips and guac. I ate half the burrito with the chips and decided I was full. I had no end of the world urge to finish all of it. And I put it in the fridge for the next day. Then the whole entire day went by and I didn't even remember I had the burrito in the fridge. I wasn't consumed by thoughts about when I would eat it. It was just completely irrelevant. I was shocked when I opened the fridge and saw it there. And I sat down to immediately write this email. Oh, that's so cute. That makes yeah. me so happy. Like she she just had something really positive happen and then she just wants to tell us. I love it. I know. Shout it from your email. What is I your think- name? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay we'll you get put to your that. real name. Okay. <laughs> Um, I think I was able to do this for a lot of reasons. I no longer have the end of the world mentality about good food. I think she means like technically. She taste, means like the junk food. Like taste, what, what the world calls junk food. Fried foods, like, desserts, I, like candy, like, so, chips. So yeah. technically what people say is bad food, but she's calling it good food, which is actually good really funny. Good because it's the food that tastes the most delicious. Mozzarella that's really, sticks, mac and that's cheese. That's what I'm saying. Sorry, Avi just... Um, <laughs> just snuck in here he's like <laughs> um he's like hello <laughs> give me the dog um, 
which I find it really funny that like she's calling it good. And I think like subconsciously that like that works better for us, like for this purpose, right? Like we should call it good food. I agree. It is the good food. That's what I've been trying to say the whole time. Not, it's not the good, good food. not good versus bad, but tastes good. Yes, so, delicious foods. Delish. Also, I spent most of the day cooking Indian food for the first time with all of the butter because I'm now allowed to make anything I want, even if it's not stereotypically, quote unquote, healthy. Anyway, you guys are probably the biggest catalyst of this mind shift mindset shift and i wanted to say thanks love half a burrito batch great name yeah that is so great i i actually have never ordered a burrito i'm saying this now and maybe i'm gonna try that tonight for get dinner. from dos toros they i used to get them in the office those are fucking delicious burritos i think i'm gonna do that that's my dinner T- tonight i've just decided. tonight i'm making tonight i'm making chicken katsu ramen um like which ra- is like ramen Chicken katsu ramen. Chicken katsu is basically like breaded chicken. Yeah. And then it's inside the ramen bowl of soup. And it's going to be so fucking good. It sounds really good. Half-baked harvest. I am like addicted to her recipes. They are so, they're so good. They're so like the type of taste I like. When you do that question, do you go and buy, because I was, I, I asked you about that website too. And I, because I want to also like kind of get back into cooking. Do you like go out and buy the ingredients for that? Or do you pick like two recipes you want to make that week and buy it? early so one thing is that at this point because i have cooked so many times in the pandemic i have a lot of weird ingredients so like what are like herbs they go bad like if you use fresh herbs but not all that calls for fresh herbs but so what i'll do is i will either look for something that i have the ingredients for generally or like something where if i didn't using an ingredient it wouldn't be a huge deal or i will look for a few recipes that I want in the beat, like when I'm ordering Instacart and I will add those like weird ingredients. But ultimately, like if you're working off of a base of like pasta or chicken or ground beef, like those are the key things. And then you just need to get like a few small extra things. I always get so kind of turned away by the f- small extra things that I'm like, I oh, fuck too. this, I can't like what, cumin. Like I don't I don't think I have cumin. <laughs> Okay, I I would say you should get a bunch of spices because it makes it easy. It makes it that you can make all these things right. and like you can actually do them without having to like. What about like stock? Do you keep stock in the house? Yes, we have stock. You should keep stock. We have a lot of weird stuff like that, like tomato paste, stock, like rice, pasta, like stuff like flour, okay. no, like 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 stuff that can be used for a lot of different recipes. A lot of vinegars, oils, and that's yeah. I don't I, have any you vinegars. Know I never used to keep anything in my house. We, we started keeping them because I was cooking more in the pandemic. So now there's more le- more stuff left. And it, what she said about how like cooking with all the butter, like part of why cooking sucks is because you're trying to make it healthy and use as little as possible. But when you add those ingredients that make it taste good, like half baked harvest uses a lot of red wine, it uses a lot of different cheeses. Mm. It makes the it makes it worth cooking because you're yeah you can make something that's maybe as good as the restaurant yeah i'm str- i'm really trying to get over that hurdle of like not of only sticking to these like healthy bare minimum recipes to me they were easier because they required so little ingredients they are they are easier but they're not like that much easier like you can it's still going to take like maybe the difference is like 15 minutes versus like 30 or 45 minutes but like 
I also love to cook and listen to a podcast and kind of zone out like between like 5 and 6 p.m. before I record yeah. the morning announcements is now my is what I'm trying to do now. Um, right. But okay. like, yeah, it's it's I'll definitely checking like, that website. Half a harvest. So I like good. saved a bunch of them that I, I thought that I would like. I also um, really like um, Mad About Food. She's on Instagram and she does a lot of like interesting stuff too she has good like tips on her story also um and then the new york times cooking but new york times cooking is also pretty extravagant oh mad about food she follows me follow back yeah she's like yeah yeah i think like well they this what this non-scale win is really about is is i feel like that is the hurdle that you're you want to get over to stop feeling restricted once you can do that and you can sit with the burrito and not have it on your mind and you can keep food in the house that's when you know that you've you you've conquered to some degree that is so your binge restrict cycle i'm exciting yeah i agree it's food freedom yeah food freedom okay what's your what's your Um, non-scale win my win kind of has to do with this actually um it's that you know as as much progress as i've said i've made i'm still sometimes get really pulled back in to um that feeling that I've actually, I'm not, I don't have a hundred percent freedom. And it reminds me that the journey is really a journey. It's not like bullshit journey. And so this little tiny win that I kind of noted for myself is showing me that really I am making progress. So I went grocery food shopping and I made a, I started making a list on my, my like refrigerator. Every time I think of it and I write stuff down and I went to the store and I bought like, I bought, I, I was really craving like a weird like sweet cereal that's technically not like you don't buy you know you go past that yeah. and you go to like the cascadia which font. one the fuck i bought tricks <laughs> oh i bought tricks cereal very like, very fruity i bought and i when i ate it it reminded me of my childhood and it, in such a nice way that it, i felt zero guilt and like not only did i buy that without any guilt i put it in my thing i was like is anyone going to like think of me weird if they see it in my cart? I like put it like sideways and I was like, Aileen, you're going back. You're going back. So I put it back normal ways. How do they know you don't have a kid? Like what, like, what are they judging you for eating tricks? The point is, is that that thought that went in my mind, right? Yeah. Right, right. But it still was in my cart. So I overcame that obstacle. I pulled two things of pasta. I didn't even think about looking what has seminola flour, none of that shit, regular pasta. I put it in my cart. I got two spaghettis. I didn't think any twice. I bought all of the dairy things. I really like left so proud of myself. Of course it was so heavy, but then when I got home, I was like, wow, I'm so proud of myself carrying that too. I was just like, (laughs) it was just like a nice grocery food experience. And I was like, put everything in my shelves in a way that was like, Wow. And that's when I had that like moment of reflection where I was like, wow, I really experienced very, except for like that small tricks moment, experienced zero guilt about kind of buying this food, which I normally would have. Right. And it was a nice moment. Cereal is so fucking delicious. Like, I don't know. It's so sad that it's been so stigmatized. There's nothing like freaking life cereal. I buy it. Like I buy it these days. Life. I mean, I'll, yeah, I was life. I was, and I was reviewing and I sat there and I like made it and I didn't sit. I didn't sit down in the grocery store. I stood there yeah. and I was like, <laughs> used it as like a point to like check out all the food, all the cereals that maybe I used to buy when I was younger. Um, I, I remember buying like the, the, the yogurt raisin brand. Like it had these like 
yogurt yes, covered. Had, yes. And I would, I remember when I was younger, I only bought them so that I could go and pick out all the yogurt covered raisin and eat them. I didn't eat the raisin bread. That's the point of trail mix. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. But it was just funny. I looked at all the cereals. I was like, I don't want that. Like Apple Jacks. No, fuck that. Oh, but I really want the tricks. And I was like, mm, honeycomb, not into that. But maybe I would go for um, the Cocoa Puffs. Mm, I don't know if I will. It was just like a very like non-judgmental experience. And yeah, that's my win. That's a great win. Yeah. What's yours? Cereal for life. Cereal for life. What's yours? Okay, so my win is, is I mean, it's not like that triumphant, but I will say it is a technique that I tried and I was proud of myself for like attempting it. Okay. So obviously my struggle is like with body acceptance at this point and like feeling like, oh, I gained weight. Like, I'm like, while I'm fine again in this current state in my heavier body, I I don't feel like proud of it. Like, like I'm not taking like I'm not excited to like look in the mirror and like take selfies and like yeah. do all that kind of stuff like when I was really feeling myself. So what I so basically I like got out of the shower yesterday and I was like tr- putting on a nap dress. <laughs> and, yeah. and I was like looking in the mirror and I'm like I'm thinking I'm like I look so like schlubby. And I was like st- and I was like then I noticed I was like standing really schlubby. And I was like I was like kind of like hunched and I was like I noticed that I was sort of like almost making myself like look worse instead of like putting in like putting on like a pat and empowering like feeling myself pose. Yeah. And I was thinking like I always used to take pictures when I of myself when like I thought I looked good in something and I would like just photograph like just to like prove that I did. And so what I was thinking I was like I was like why don't I just do that now? Like why don't I try to like do some poses or like or like try to like feel myself in this body and like take pictures of it and see what that looks like and just act like position myself sort of in the ways that I would have in the past when I was like feeling how I looked and yeah. I like wanted to like embrace it. So I started like posing and taking some pictures and like Are you using my posing poses. techniques? <laughs> I was trying. I'm still not a good. I'm still horrible at posing, <laughs> but I was really trying to like embrace my body the way I would when I was in a thinner body by just yeah putting on that sort of posture. And Shoulders. I don't know. That's I, I. I don't know. Like nothing really came of it. But I want to try to keep doing it just to make it like almost a practice, so that like because I don't know how I'm ever going to feel empowered in this body if I don't feel empowered in it if I don't take some sort of action if you if you keep avoiding it right if I if I keep just like avoiding mirrors and like and saying like oh it's fine like just like I'm ignoring the problem or not the problem but like ignoring the reality of how I feel about my body like I'm not going to action I'm just avoiding the body acceptance piece yeah I mean for me my um I think that's that's great it's it it is so easy to avoid and like put it away then face it yeah um for me my bathroom is covered in mirrors so if I go into my (laughs) shower I have I can see my you know everything I get out of the shower in order to dry myself I have a full length mirror so I have no fucking choice unless I close my eyes <laughs> so like yeah. which once I did but I yeah. it's really it it really you are forced to sort of look at yourself and slowly honestly I've found that it just is just is what it is you're just like all right okay right this is me right and then right. eventually you're like, oh, I kind of like that. When you're not right. fa- facing, you're not focusing on on all the, I don't know, when you're not tr- like, like focusing on the negative. 
Right. Like what I was trying to do, I was like, well, I was like, why don't I try to take a picture the way like Carolyn Moran takes a picture? Like she looks great she looks and like so owning good. her body in, all, in, in every photo. And like, obviously this is like something she does for a job, but like that doesn't mean I can't take a mirror photo like yeah. with her sort of stance that's impa- like that feels own like it feels like she owns who she is. So true. I'm so inspired by like by when she takes like underwear selfies. I almost feel yeah. weird liking them, but like <laughs> I like <laughs> them all the time because she just like exudes such confidence and I remember her saying like that she was you know, this is not something that she set out to do, but it was like a fear that she had overcome. And then eventually, like now she's just sharing them to her own Instagram. And I find that so inspiring. And that is just like one of those things where it's a it's it's a, it's evidence of the fact that when we were like, just follow people that make you feel good versus bad when it works. Right. And it kind of got me thinking, like, will I ever sh- like, will I ever share like a bikini photo in this body? And I know. I think the same. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Well, let's wait till summer. <laughs> um. <laughs> it feels like cat food has been the same forever. Smelly, boring, made of mystery ingredients. That's why you've got to try Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your fridge. And it's delivered right to your door. Make the switch from kibble and give your cat a meal they'll love. We actually sent some to my friend who is fostering kittens and it is the only thing they will eat. It comes in these pate packages and you scoop it and you just feel like you're a chef for your baby kitties and they j'adore it. Your cute kitty is descended from ferocious desert cats who hunted live prey. Even if your cat prefers to nap all day, they still need fresh protein-packed meals for a balanced and healthy diet. Other brands fill their food with mysterious meat byproducts, artificial flavoring, and preservatives with names I don't even want to try to pronounce. After switching it up to Smalls, 90% of cat owners reported overall health improvements. That's major. The team at Smalls is so confident your cat will love their product that you can try it risk-free. That means they'll completely refund you if your picky cat won't eat their food. Now is the time to make the switch to Smalls. Head to smalls.com slash DST and use promo code DST at checkout for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use my code DST for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code DST for 50% off your first order plus free shipping, baby. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. 
Just go to newly, that's N-U-U-L-Y dot com and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Okay, let's do a Dear DST. All right, you read it. Okay, Dear DST. Big fan of all things Betches. We'll acknowledge that this is a luxury problem, as Jared would say. I know there are bigger, more important things in the world, yet here I am submitting anyways. That's totally fine. For background, I was supposed to get married in 2020. We postponed to May 2021. We've accepted the big wedding we originally planned won't happen anytime soon and are planning to get married on our new date with precautions, small guest list outside, mass distance, ETC. Now to the part where it's relevant to your pod. (laughs) During quarantine, I started to explore intuitive eating, largely due to this podcast, and found it really helped me in my relationship with food. A year ago, I'd say my disordered behavior was more focused on working out than restricting food. I would work out three times a day. I'd eat healthy but would still eat pizza if I wanted. Instead, I'd treat food as a reward or would make up for that pizza by doing a long run or something. This behavior also had to shift since I was no longer going to the gym during quarantine. I bought a Peloton and some weights and realized that's all I really need. I started to intuitively work out instead of forcing myself to do HIIT, walks, and strength training daily. I've been feeling good and I'm proud of this progress. She has bullet points, just let me say. (laughs) This is the next bullet. Earlier in January, I decided to weigh myself for the first time in like 10 months, sparked by post-holidays, and saw I gained 10 pounds. I was a little shocked, but also I was happy I didn't feel like I gained any weight. I decided to try on my wedding dress and it would not fit, like would not button. I was happy my first reaction with my half-on dress was, wow, I can gain 10 pounds and literally not notice a difference in my body. However, that sweet little moment was short-lived, and I started to very much care about those 10 pounds. I realized my two options are lose weight or buy a new dress. New bullet. I know if I really wanted to lose weight, I could do it. I could get the obsessive about counting calories, forcing myself to work out intensely, introduce a habit tracker, tracker, hashtag recovering perfectionist. We should do a whole episode on recovering perfectionism. But I've come a long way this year and don't want to lose my forward progress. New bullet point. Financially speaking, it's hard for me to justify buying a new dress when this one was expensive for me and when we've already lost money from our first wedding. And I just would very much like to wear the dress I picked out originally on my wedding day. I guess my questions are, do you think it's possible to lose weight while intuitively eating and exercising in one to two months? Should I just suck suck it up, take the financial loss, and buy a new dress that fits my body? Any advice is appreciated. Um, the end, the this is a hard one because it's, it's really hard. It's bound by like the dress not fitting. It's bound like, by like, two very like external things that um, are are difficult, right? Like it's finances. That's a right. restriction and or dieting, which is another restriction. Um, and well, well, she's not saying I cannot afford to buy another dress. She's saying it's hard to justify. So like, I think there are a lot of things when it comes to a wedding that are hard to justify. Um, but the issue, the issue is that like, she cannot fit in the dress. So it's not like she can just leave the problem. Yeah. Like she has to solve the problem. Yeah. Either. She really does. Um, okay. Well, first of all, it is not possible to lose weight while eating intuitively and exercising. Like it's just kind of counterintuitive. Um, you would need to go on, especially in a, in a, when you're applying a time frame, especially that way. Yeah. So you need to go, you would need to it's, go that's on a not diet. A long. You need to, to go on a diet to lose 10 pounds, 10 pounds in two months 
especially challenging. We all know you need to set your tracker to two pounds a week or one and a half, 1.75 pounds a week. We all know how the calculations go depending on your height you or whatever. You know how much you need to restrict. So let's not pretend. So my what I would maybe do is go to a tailor. Yeah, that was kind of like, why, why no tailor? Why is that not an option? It's possible that the dress can't be altered is an op- is a possibility. Yeah. Like, it can't, like, there's not enough fabric inside to alter to that size. Like, it might be that. Um, okay, here's, uh, here's what I would tell her. I think that you should get a new dress. And I understand that financially, um, that is a big, a big, decision and I don't know like specifics of your budget but I do think it is worth that you're I don't I think don't think about it as like wasting a dress I think think about it as spending on your self-acceptance like I think what you'd be saying by committing to the financial and emotional piece of buying a new dress if you can't get this one tailored by doing that what you're saying is I'm worth the money I'm worth the effort and I'm worth the acceptance at this weight, regardless of other, like, put that above the other factors. Assuming, again, that it's like you can actually afford it and it's not like a bad decision, like a very bad decision in that way. Yeah. Um, Unless it's like not like an irresponsible financial decision. And then I would really go see the, ta- I would see the tailor approach first, yeah. see how much it would cost to buy the fabric or similar fabric to make it work. See if that financial um, difference is much less than buying a new dress, just like research. Um, I would just compare it. I, I don't, I, I don't want to say go do one thing or the other, even though this is an advice podcast, you really just need to assess it just as a, maybe in an anecdote that I could share is something like this brought me this this brought for me is that I, I, for my wedding, I switched my venues, right? I had one venue and then midway, I was like six months in literally, I was like, I can't, I can't do it at that venue. It's not what I want. I did it too quickly. It's not, it's just like my, my things changed for me. And I took a, I took a, a financial loss of that deposit to find something that worked much better and made me happier in the end. So you you can kind of use this example in the same way as like choose the one where the aftermath is not going to be worse than it is better. So like if you choose to diet, okay, you chose to diet, but you might be setting yourself up at the end to a bigger mess. Like you might have made a bigger mess for yourself after those, you know, after your wedding mentally, because you know that you're not going to you're going to want to go back to intuitive eating. Maybe you'll gain even more than 10 pounds back. So I would just do your research in terms of like, think of all the possible scenarios of both of these and then choose the one that aligns with where you want to be day after your wedding or maybe one month after your wedding. Yeah. That's, that's why I, that's kind of why I think that like the diet move is, is like, Yes, it it's not it's so seems so simple. And I'm sure you could do it. It seems it's also simple because it seems like it's the it's obvious the easiest because it has no cost, financial cost. But really there is a cost to it because the cost is is the after. So think about like what it actually will do. Be realistic with yourself. Why you chose to do intuitive eating. The first thing of intuitive eating is to ditch the diet mentality. Why? Think about that. Um 
But again, I'm not going to push, I don't want to push that on you to your journey. Um, but just consider all the costs, like do a cost benefit analysis, literally, <laughs> and think about the tangible costs and the non-tangible ones. Um, and good luck, honestly, happy wedding. Yeah. Regardless of what you pick. It's an amazing day, but it's just one day. Yeah. And just remember that. And yeah, I hope that, I hope that helps. I feel like that was a good, that was a great yeah. email. I love yes, the bullet points. It's so organized from, <laughs> oh, she didn't sign it. So organized. Okay. She, re- she really gets her thoughts out. her dress out. batch. <laughs> Say maybe to the dress batch. <laughs> um, um, and just a reminder, we're still on the hunt for a DST content manager. We're interviewing a lot of people. We're still having a rolling interview process. So keep applying. Um, all of that information is available on our website. If you go to the bottom, you can click apply or it's on LinkedIn. You just look for Betches Media open positions. Anybody who's listening wants to work at Betches and has maybe doesn't want to do, doesn't think that they have the experience of a DST um, content manager, but maybe they're in sales or something. We have a lot of positions opening up this year, which you're really excited about. So go check that out. And yeah, that's exciting. It's exciting shit. So check it out. Email us your dear DSTs at DST at batches.com with the subject line, dear DST. So we can we can pick which ones um, we want to read on the show and yeah, rate, review, subscribe, follow us at, at diet starts tomorrow at Sammy at Aileen, you know, all of the things <laughs> that we usually say at the end of this episode apply here. And um, we're always with you through thick and thin. Betches.